Uh-uh. Guys, welcome back to Storytime Podcast. Today I switched it up. I am going to do more conversation style, and I got my good friend Hannah here. Hello, everyone. Great Woo-hoo. to be here. We're happy to have you. <laughs> okay, today we're going to be talking about a case that I love to tell people about. I love to tell people about this case, okay? This is the case of Jerry Michael Williams out of Tallahassee, Florida. He actually went missing on a solo duck hunting trip. He was presumed to have drowned in Lake Seminole, but he actually has been missing, had been missing for 17 years. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a whole life. Not a whole life. (laughs) (laughs) That is an entire uh, junior year in high schooler's (laughs) life. (laughs) That's where our life ended. Uh, <laughs> becoming adults began. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay, so here's what happened. Jerry, by the way, went by the name Mike. So we're going to call him Mike. He was married to his high school sweetie. In fact, not only had Jerry been with his wife Denise forever, so did their best friends Kathy and Brian Winchester. Since grade school, they'd all been pals. They hit every milestone together also. So they went to college together. They got married around the same time. And they had their first kids together. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, huh? I mean, around the same time. Yeah. Together. So Brian was a uh, finance guy and a life insurance salesman. And Mike was a successful commercial real estate appraiser. I don't know what Kathy or Denise did. That's all right. They yeah. probably didn't do anything, to be honest. That's what I'm wondering. If they yeah. just stayed at home, or maybe they Those just had, like... Jobs. Yeah. But so maybe they know. did work, and they just didn't discuss it. You know, maybe they just yeah. worked for, like, it a company or something. Low-key. Yeah. Yeah, chic, low-key businesswoman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up now. Okay? So, according to Mike's brother, Mike was a great and loving dad, though. Super devoted. Took the baby to the office. Awesome. Love to hear that. A baby in an office? That's a good dad. Okay, that's a good dad. So, here's what we know about the day Mike went missing. According to, uh, you know, Denise and uh, officers and everybody that's talked about it. So, December 16th in 2000, Mike went duck hunting alone. Apparently, this is normal. You get up in the mm-hmm. middle of the night in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, and you go duck hunting alone because you have to be quiet. Yes. Yeah, I guess, like, the first even shot will, like, send all of them away. So mm-hmm. it's really like a one-and-done thing <laughs> or you're going to be there forever. Uh, that's what I gathered. So this was normal for him to go alone. And uh, she didn't really get concerned until he didn't come home around the, I guess, early afternoon because it was their sixth wedding anniversary. Oh, so yeah. So they had plans. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I'm like, I could totally see it being normal for someone to take longer. Like, yeah, you know, you never know. like maybe he stopped and saw someone at the store yeah. and grabbed coffee or flat tire. Yeah. You never know. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe a hitchhiker picked him up. Whatever. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so anyway, she was getting concerned. So she started to make calls to her dad and Mike's friends. Um, that's what was reported. And uh, they all began to look for Mike. All they could found was his abandoned boat off the shore of Lake Seminole. So they kind of assumed that maybe he fell in the water with his waders on, drowned, died, and was eaten by alligators. Yeah, that's exactly what you would think in Florida. Yeah, it is Florida. Easy enough. That's true. Um, now, Mike's mom never thought this is what happened to him, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because... Uh, she knew better? Actually. Yeah. She did. <laughs> ding, ding. She knew that alligators don't eat in the wintertime. 
Really? Yeah. No, they kind of like hibernate like bears. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, you know, it was in the middle of December. So oh, the water was yeah. colder. And I heard the, I believe that the weather was not that great during rain. that time. Yeah. So, um, she actually tried to tell everybody that. And then also it's not actually that common for somebody to die in the water or get put in the water and never recover any part of their body. Yeah. His body would have been Something. the only one reported to not be recovered at a Lake Seminole. That's interesting. Ever. Yeah. That was, that was thought to have drowned in there. And there's always gators. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was kind of weird. So after 10 days, they did mysteriously find a hat that belonged to Mike, confirmed by his friend Brian, his BFF. It was weird, though, because it looked brand new. That is interesting. Yeah, because remember, it's winter. It's cold. They were saying everything else was, like, murky and dirty and yeah. gross. Yeah, you think coming from a swamp, it wouldn't look brand new. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, that was strange, but that was uh, all they found for a while. And then, um, I think a couple weeks later, they actually found his hunting license, which he kept in, like, a plastic bag. Mm -hmm. Remember? Because he was going out with waiters and everything. And the waiters. Oh, they found the actual waiters. that made it even more suspicious because how could he drown? And if he didn't drown, okay, or if he did drown in the waiters, how did he get out of them? Yeah. Perfectly. Especially if he was eating my gators. Exactly. Yeah. So it was really strange. That's all that was found of him. February 11th, they uh, ended the manhunt. It was never looked at for foul play. And uh, Denise held a memorial. <laughs> now, come to find out, she held the memorial because uh, she wanted to get Mike declared dead faster. So she could cash in on his life insurance policies. Is that all you have to do is have a memorial? Um, no, there's a few other things that you have to have, which I think she, she considered the waiters and the hunting license and stuff evidence of him being deceased. Mm-hmm. And uh, she held a memorial. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like a celebration of life yep. and uh, just uh, just any kind of evidence. Yeah. Very strange. Um, but she uh, actually ins- insisted that she never wanted to talk about Mike ever, ever again. Oh. Didn't want to see him. Took down all the pictures. So nothing about him. Not about. his name. Not what happened to him. Not let's look for him. Not is he okay. Did He's not dead. want to talk about it. Now they say that she acted really Aww. upset. But she was so stricken with grief. She just did not want to talk about it ever, ever again. <laughs> that is bizarre. Could you imagine if Matt died and I was like, don't speak that name in here. Ah, okay. So... I just want to see or hear or anything about Mike ever, ever again. And, uh, by the way, Mike's mom, though, was a saint, dude. She was so fucking good. Like, she got billboards all the time. She, not all the time. A bunch, though, mm-hmm. over time. She would continually buy billboards, putting up Mike's information, looking for him. Do you have any information? Blah, blah, blah. Offered up reward money. She wrote 1,400 letters to the governor. Wow. Yes. I mean, she was amazing. Um, and she actually got some headway. She got articles. Good. She yeah, got attention. Doing that much, I would hope so. Yeah, and this... Doing everything you can. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Her son. Yeah. Yeah, and this pissed Denise off. Yeah, she doesn't want to hear about it. She Which doesn't want to hear anything about it. so weird, though. Like, why can she just be like, hey, I don't really want to talk about that. And just let them look for him. You know what I mean? Don't want to be found. Yeah, and of course, like Denise always does, she, whatever. Um, But actually, in 2001, Denise asked to meet with Mike's mom and brother, Nick. 
um, so that she could talk about not wanting to hear or discuss anything again and to, to try and get them to end the investigation again. again and she yeah. was like yelling and angry and it was a very short fueled conversation. However, uh, they didn't stop investigating. So in 2005, four years later, she actually threatened that she was not going to let them see Ansley anymore. Now, Their An- kid. Mm-hmm. Ansley is Mike and Denise's daughter yeah. that they had together. Um, so this would be Mike's only surviving child. But they didn't They didn't stop. So they didn't get to see her. They never got to see her again, oh. but they never quit looking. Okay, so nothing happened with Mike's case for years. Years. All right? Just like she said she would, over 17 years, Denise acted like Mike never existed. Yep. Stuck expected. True to her yeah. word. Yeah. I was no like, doubt about it. Dude, that's crazy. And she actually kept Ansley from Mike's family all that time. I believe Okay, it. so now Ansley would have been like 18, yeah. 17. she's been grown. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2003, Brian divorced Kathy, and he ultimately married Denise in 2005. And that was the same year that Denise threatened to take Ansley away. So now that I think she wanted them to be quiet because she was going to be with Brian. Yeah. And she didn't want any kind of suspicion on her and Brian since they were going to be in a relationship <laughs> together. Right? Okay. suspicious already. Yeah. So up to this point, here's what we got. We have no sign of Mike, no body. Denise got him declared dead and closed this chapter. Um, Mike actually had three life insurance policies he planned to let expire at the end of the year. Which, remember, this happened in December 16th, so it was coming up. And then Denise then married their lifelong friend, Brian, in 2005, and kept Ansley from them from that year on, from the year that she got with Brian. Ansley Mm -hmm. never got to see Mike's family again. So as suspicious as all this is, I don't think it's anything that can't be, like, you know, talked away and explained away, and it can't be proven. I mean, this happens sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we know that Brian and Denise got married, and what's crazy is nothing ever came of this case. Nobody ever talked about Brian and Denise's life or them being married or anything like that in the media until Brian and Denise had an altercation during their very tumultuous divorce, (laughs) which uh, started in 2015. So at that point, they'd been married for 10 years. They'd actually been together for 18 because what people didn't know until this year, 2015, was that Brian and Denise had actually had an affair since 1997. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Were you expecting that? Yeah. Yeah. Four best, or like, yeah, four best friends. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He died, or he disappears. They wait a couple years. Yeah. Definitely. Heard this story before. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds familiar. Okay. So, this, um, so they were obviously not loyal people. And within their affair, they also each had <laughs> another affair, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Brian had an affair that spanned out as more of like a casual hookup yeah. slash dating helps. thing with uh-huh. the same woman named Angela, which happened to be Mike's assistant. Oh, I know. Wow. I'm like, damn, Brian, like, get the hell away from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Leave him alone. Okay. But yeah, so they they were uh, each had their own extra marital affair within this relationship. 
during their marriage to Kathy and to Mike. They couldn't even stay loyal in their affair. And what's crazy is they agreed not to have sex with their own spouses. Kathy <laughs> wouldn't have, Brian wouldn't have sex with Kathy. Denise wouldn't have sex with Mike. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And they actually like stuck true to this because before Brian disappeared, he had dis- or before Mike disappeared, he disclosed to Brian that he thought Denise was having an affair and that she hadn't slept with him since like Ansley was born or even before that. Maybe it had been like at least a year and Brian was happy and he so told he them this. Yeah. I was like, who the f- why would you tell anybody that? <laughs> like some shit you need to take with you when you die. You know what I mean? So, big question, did Kathy and Mike know? Um, Of course, eventually, Kathy found out, hello, men are stupid Mm -hmm. with their pockets. I bet you he left something in his pocket. Dude, Matt leaves pocket knives in his freaking pockets. Really? Yeah, to go on, he like purposely puts his pants in the dirty basket with them clipped on there, belts and everything. (laughs) Hell yeah. I bet you Brian left a freaking receipt eventually or used a credit card for two minutes. so long that they were having this affair. Yeah. I I mean, and I think actually one time he tried to explain away like a really expensive dinner to her and it like involved someone from work. But this was like a really like a nice restaurant steak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Filet mignon. Okay, so she did find out, Kathy, and she divorced Brian. Good. Um, Brian actually admits that he regretted this uh, divorce from Kathy, and he cried in court. Of course he did. Um, he later wanted to get back with Kathy. Now, I don't think Kathy ever connected the affair with Mike's disappearance or anything. Um, she just knew that Brian was had always loved uh, Denise. She said that in court. She said, I always knew Brian loved Denise. Oh. Yeah, that's why she wasn't around all the time. Yeah, people like... That's so sad. Yeah. It's a sad life. Yeah, in the court, but maybe she had like her own fun life going on. I mean, you never know. People, I guess, be living double lives all the time. Yeah. Maybe she was like, fine. So maybe it was at that time. She obviously point. wasn't having sex with him, so I guess she could be having sex with whoever. Yeah, or just like avoiding him. Like, yeah. whatever, loser. Yeah, I so... I don't either, but... Kathy did not want to get back with Brian, okay? <laughs> and like I said, she never thought anything about the affair being connected to Mike. Now, Mike, like I said, Mike could find it in Brian, though. But Mike didn't know that he was with, with Denise, that Kathy and Kathy been. didn't know for a He'll long never time. Find out. Like, Kathy didn't know for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wild to me. Okay, so let's go back to this divorce with Brian and Denise. What popped the can off this lid, girl? No. It popped the lid off the can. Cans don't have lids. Cans, cans. The can. <laughs> I swear we just made eye contact. I have my soul saw in your soul. Oh, we said the cans, can. <laughs> I feel like we're at oh, a summer camp. Okay. <laughs> and I'm telling you a scary story. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. All right, so... In August 6th of 2016, um, several months into this divorce, Brian actually decided to climb in the back of Denise's car in the middle of the night with a sheet, a gun, a clip, and a water bottle. So he planned this out for a month. And what's weird is they asked him about the water bottle, and I didn't even think about the water bottle. I was like, well, if he got in there at like 2 in the morning, he probably knew he was going to be in there all night. Yeah. You know, but actually he used the water bottle to, um, to cover the windows so she wouldn't see him back there. And it worked. 
okay. Yeah. I was like, is this... I wanted to know, like, is this condensation? Yeah. Of course. Florida's, like, God's perfect waiting room, I heard. It's, like, warm and hot and sunny in the summer. I hate yeah. hot sand. I hate hot sand, dude. Yep. <laughs> It'll burn. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I hate that. I want less sand. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. When they bring in too much sand at oh. lakes, because... Obviously, we can't control the sand out the ocean. They're not bringing in buckets of sand. (laughs) I don't know. But they are at the lake. Because we've been talking about a lake this whole time. I forgot that they can be like swampy, like different types of places, though. Okay, so we'll cut that out. Yeah, all that shit about Florida. Where were we? The water bottle? Okay. Okay, so the water bottle was to coat the windows so she couldn't see him, and it worked. Now, five hours passed, and when she got into the car, she was actually on the phone. Uh, Mike grabbed the phone, hung it up, got in the front seat with a gun against her side. Now, he says that she didn't even realize that he had a gun. Yeah, because it was so chaotic, like she was so freaked out anyway that she didn't even like notice the gun. Yeah, which is so weird to me. But it was a complete moment of chaos, and Denise says that she de-escalated the situation, but Brian says he realized he was being irrational and just stopped. So I don't know, whatever. But they just stopped, I guess, and it was done with. They worked it out somehow. Yes. Now, Denise actually went to the police to press charges on Brian. Okay, and Brian got arrested for this. Now, um, he was facing life in prison. Oh, for mm-hmm. trying to kidnap her? Yep, yep. And uh, Florida is a 100% time given, time served state. There's no early release right. for okay. uh, any, any sentence. Yeah, which I thought, I was like, damn, that's serious. That's uh-huh. a good idea. Okay, so I presume that the police uh, involved were aware of the suspicion behind Brian involving Mike's death just because him and Denise benefited so well from it and it was so suspicious as to the fact that his body never recovered yeah so for a lesser sentence Brian agreed to provide an earthful information on Mike Williams disappearance and his body but the terms of his agreement are full immunity for Mike's death only a 20 year sentence for kidnapping which I think is fair, given yeah. how he didn't actually kidnap yeah. her. Um, and then, like, they both just kind of stopped. Yeah. And, said. and then he also will have a 15-year um, monitored probation. Now, he also gets to stick it to Denise, and she would have to go to prison for a longer sentence for what he's going to tell them. But don't forget, if he lies at all, all deals are off. Any indiscrepancy at all. Yeah. Okay. So... Here's what is revealed in testimony under oath during the Denise Williams trial. Brian actually gets on stand, okay, for the prosecutor, and um, he uh, testifies to what he did to Jerry Michael Williams. And I'm just going to tell you it was not nice. Um, him and Denise planned to kill to, to kill Mike. This is something that they planned together. Brian told Mike he had a secret hunting place that he wanted to take him to and not to tell anybody. Okay, so um, he gave his own wife, Kathy, sleeping pills so she would wake up when he got up in the middle of the night to meet Mike mm-hmm. to go to this hunting spot. Okay, and remember, Mike trusted him. Yeah, okay. they're friends. Yes, 
All right, so he could get Mike to meet him with nobody, you know, without even thinking twice about it. They've known each other their whole lives. So um, Brian said it was really easy for him. Yeah. He said that um, once That's they fun. got out there, got to the boat, he made an excuse for why they had to put the waders on. Like something, okay. you know, and he was like, okay, whatever. I trust you. I'll yeah. And for those of you who don't know, we're from Oklahoma, so we know, but waders are actually like a waterproof overall. And if they get filled with water, they can be really heavy. Now, Brian said he picked these specific waders for that exact reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he kind of. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, he made an excuse for why they had to put them on, knowing that he was going to push him. So once they're on the boat, he actually made some reason up why for Mike to stand up. He was like, oh, you know, he's like, I can't remember if I thought the motor. I said, oh, the motor or whatever. He's like, but I got him to stand up and just shoved him. He didn't tell him why. Good old push. Just him and his buddy going out duck hunting. Right, guys. And he just shoved him in the water, dude. Wow. Okay. Harsh. Yeah. Best friend. So now remember. Yeah, dude. So the real intention was for uh, was for Mike's waiters just to get filled up and for him to yeah, drown. Yeah, drown. Yeah. Okay. Um, you really have. But this is not really what happened. They wanted it to be an accidental looking death, but it wasn't. And I'm actually going to play a recording. Now, this is of Brian Winchester in court testifying about what he did to Mike. We got to that area that I knew was a, a deep area, and I i don't remember exactly how I got him to stand up, but I don't know if I pretended something was wrong with the motor or the weight in the boat was off or something, but I, I basically stopped the boat and got him to, to stand up, and when he did, I pushed him into the water. So he was in the water, and he was like struggling and the motor of the boat was still running and I pulled off just a little bit to get kind of away from him so that he couldn't reach back into the boat and I didn't know it at the time I I didn't know if he was trying to swim or I didn't know what was going on but, but what I came to find out or eventually realized was he was taking the waders and the jacket off and he got those off and I, I think I forgot to tell you about this part before but, but I remember now that that area of the lake had a lot of um, snags, a lot of dead trees that come up out of the water and there's a lot of stumps that come up out of the water and he swam over one of those stumps and held on to it and he was panicking and I was panicking and none of this was like going well how I thought it was going to go. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. He was, he started to yell. And I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know how to get out of that situation. And so I had my gun in the boat. And uh, so I loaded my gun and I just, I made one or two circles around and I ended up circling closer towards him and he was in the water and as I passed by I shot him in the head okay and that is what happened 
that's what Brian did to Mike. Um, yeah, it's heavy. crazy that he got away with it because he went into the situation thinking he was going to be able to leave Mike's body there. But he actually ended up having to take Mike with him impromptu. Yeah. So he loaded him in a Suburban. He said he put his head kind of in a plastic dog crate so that the blood would pull inside of that. Mm-hmm. Drove home with his truck in the driveway, hopped in bed, rustled around, pretended like he woke up too late to go on the hunting trip with his father-in-law, woke Kathy up, coincidentally, you know, not trying to, yeah. um, but woke her up and actually made a phone call to his father-in-law telling him that he was going to, he, he overslept and he wasn't going to make it. He said he wanted Kathy to hear him. Um, he had drugged Kathy to make her sleep so hard that she didn't wake up when he left with, yeah. to, to take Mike to the secret hiding hole. Um, he kept his phone off and everything. So, anyway, after he got out of bed, he decided that he's going to have to take care of it. And I swear to you, girl, if I'm lying, I'm dying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. He went out to his driveway, and there was a pool of blood dripping from his Suburban. Yeah, it was, like, starting to drip down into the driveway. And so, he was like, oh, my God, I got I to gotta take care of my <laughs> yeah. body. He had no plan. Okay, he didn't even have a shovel or anything with him oh when he went out goodness. to the lake. Yeah. So he hoses it off real quick and he decides to go to Walmart. <laughs> and um, actually, their friend Mike Phillips saw them there. And, um, saw them? <laughs> well, he was in the back. No, he actually saw Brian inside the store buying a shovel, a tarp, and some other stuff. And he didn't think oh anything goodness. about it later. He said Brian was in a big hurry and disheveled, but he thought it was later when he recalled it, he thought he was in a hurry to go find Mike. He's like, oh my gosh, his best friend was missing. He must have been in a hurry to go find him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, no, he was actually hurrying to dispose of his body. body. Okay. So, he ends up driving him closer by the lake, wraps him in the tarp, digs a hole, and I swear to you, while he's digging the hole... Somebody who drove out there and was walking through the woods to go hunting. And so he had to, like, go out there and talk to the guy and blah, blah, blah. Now, the reason why nobody could find Brian's um, best friend for so long is because he buried him right on the edge of, like, a lake bed Mm -hmm. where the water just happened to be really low right there. Yeah. Like, right in that time of year. And he knew it would rise, and it wasn't normal for it to be that low. So his body would stay weighted down. He bought waders, too. Wow. Yeah, so he really freaking thought this out, thought like everything. impromptu, dude. Um, okay, so once he got once he got him just taken care of and everything, he actually had to go home, get cleaned up, and go to a family Christmas party. Of course, duh. Fuck. Keep moving, dude. So as we know, he played a really big part in the search for Mike, and he actually said that he used his own dad, who really loved Mike. And was there for Denise. He kind of exploited him. He would like still go with his dad to look for Mike and stuff all the time. Yeah, his dad actually slipped and almost got like really hurt. Oh, wow. Potentially could have drowned looking for Mike. Oh, my goodness. How sad is that? Yeah. Remember, he knew Mike since he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Brothers, basically, at that point. Yes. Uh, Well, this was the dad, too. Yeah, Yeah, it was like his second son. Yeah. Um, so Denise never apologized to Mike's mom, which I thought was so messed up. Um, sounds like Denise. After, right? That just sounds like sounds a Denise. Like, like a Denise. Denise doesn't apologize no. to fucking moms. Denise don't give a fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, go get me my lunch, bitch. That's Denise in prison, I bet. Except for it's a bunch of women, so she's probably not actually doing that well. Okay, so anyway, she got a life sentence, and um, Ansley, her daughter, the daughter of her and Mike, was awarded all the assets. Um, Now, Ansley can't use any of the money for her mother's legal fees or costs any way dealing with appeals, murder case, anything. So here's what Ansley got. She got four pieces of real estate, which were evaluated at $877,000. Wow. Yeah, and Cheryl, the mom says... It was never, like, confirmed, but Cheryl says it was around $1.4 million that Ansley inherited. Mm-hmm. I presume um, the rest of the money that was between Denise and Brian probably went to Brian's child. I know he had at least one kid. I don't know if he had more. Um, so, Ansley and, and, and Mike's mom are still estranged, though. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I thought for sure him and her, they would, I don't know how some, but I guess she did get her mom sent to prison kind of in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to Um, tell how one would feel. Enzi's really beautiful. Um, She became Miss Tallacy Team USA when she was in the uh, Alpha Phi at Florida State. That tells you what kind of girl she is. All right. If you guys like this story and want to hear more about it, go to check out my Instagram. My handle's at H-B-O-O-B-O-O-L-I-R-A. And I'm going to be posting some of the, like, extended content from this case. Pictures, um, you know, befores and nows and stuff like that. Hannah, what do you think about all this? Um, it sounds like your typical American story. And you know what? From oh, all accounts, they sounded like the perfect family. A little too perfect, right? Yeah, of yeah. It's Everyone has their skeleton. so creepy, though. Oh, yikes. Just sad about the Ansley and the grandmother. Yeah. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, not I the know. Worst part of it. Yeah, I just think that Denise was crazy to go to the police. Like, I mean, I, I totally don't add, you know, say that he should have done that or he should have gotten away with that. But, I mean, I think that what he had over her was yeah. a lot bigger. And I think she actually thought she had it over him. Mm-hmm, which is so crazy to me how this yeah. turned out. That's why it's so wild. Anyway, that's what makes this one of my favorite stories to, like, unpack. So, thank you guys for listening. Woo! Have a good day. Bye. Thanks.